Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Welcome back to another incredible interview on the Superconscious Success podcast. Today, I am really excited because I have got one of my favorite guests on called Jean Slatter. Now, Jean is the founder of the Higher Guidance Life Coach Certification Program. She's an accomplished author and an inspirational speaker who is helping thousands to receive clarity, direction and purpose through their direct access to their higher guidance. Now, in 2005, Jean published her landmark book, Hiring the Heavens, which introduced a unique perspective on connecting with the powers of the heaven to fulfill your daily and your life goals. Now, Hiring the Heavens is inspiring people all over the world to create their world in tandem with the workforce of the celestial realm. Now, Jean has been a presenter at the Awakenings Conferences, along with Marianne Williamson, Joe Vitale, Dan Millman, Jean Houston, and Don Miguel Roos, and the keynote speaker at the Unity Conference in Florida. Now, Jean's materials have been featured in noted publications, such as First for Women magazine, Science of Mind, New Age Journal, Conscious Living magazine, and was also featured on the cover of Truly Alive magazine. Now, she's been on dozens of radio and blog talk programs and was a feature presenter for the Conscious Media Network and Gaia TV. Hey, Jean, how are you going today? I'm doing great. It's so good to be here. Oh, so good to have you here. And firstly, I want to say that Gaia TV is possibly one of my favorite, favorite platforms for, um, for conscious for consciousness and for the videos and it's it's on my phone and it's all set to go so I absolutely love it and that must have been quite an experience being on there. Yeah it's been awesome it's actually I just did another interview I think this was my fifth interview on Gaia TV so it's been awesome. Yeah absolutely now um, as we as we spoke before you and I we have a lot in common as we we are both very highly led by the divine and we, we also, we do go by the law of attraction because the law of attraction, as we know, works no matter whether you want it to or not. It is just the way that it is. And, um, but once you actually start to integrate the divine into that, it, it, just, it just goes tenfold, hundredfold. You, your manifestations start to come about at a much quicker rate and you start to be able to live in flow and in, in ease and life just becomes amazing. So... I am actually really excited to have you here and to talk to our listeners about how they can actually create a team um, of, light, of light beings, of angels, spirit guides, um, what do you, whatever you want to call them, that can actually help them to manifest and also to create the, the life that they've designed. But before we go in there, can you tell us your story? Because I know it's really interesting um, as to how you became involved in this. Yes, I, I would love to. First of all, I will tell you that um, I did not want anything to do with spirituality. I did not want anything to do with the word God, angels, spirit, any any of those 
<laughs> words, you know, <laughs> that was just not on my radar. It's in a time of my life that I was shunning all of that. Yeah. And um, I had a pivotal experience that brought my awareness around to, to where it was undeniable that there was something beyond. But I, I have to tell you, I, I want to key in on something you were saying about the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. You see, I wrote my book, Hiring the Heavens, and I thought that all the miracles that I was seeing in my life I thought it was happening because of the law of attraction. And it was actually my developmental editor that introduced me to the law of attraction. But I got really shaken up one day when I had an opportunity to meet with a well-known Chandler. Mm -hmm. And, and I um, was so excited because I was having a private meeting and I had all these notes and things that I wanted to ask of this channel to find out okay, you know, of course this law of attraction is working and that must be how higher in the heavens is working and then I want to go in deeper about this and I want to go in deeper about that. So I began my conversation once uh, I was told that I could ask my question. I said, so about this law of attraction, and I, I don't even remember what else, I, what other words I got out, and the channel stopped me and said, excuse me, what is this law of attraction? <laughs> I said, I was stumped. I said, what? Yeah. Um, don't you guys talk on the other side? Everybody knows about it here on this side, on this dimension. Don't you guys talk? Don't you? I thought everybody knew about the law of attraction. And, and, and so the, the, the beings asked me to explain the law of attraction. So here I am. Yeah. Explain the law of attraction to these interdimensional beings. Oh, <laughs> and I funny, felt quite yes. silly. I felt so silly. <laughs> and after I finished explaining, the the being said, Oh, I see. And and I said it's be you know, what you put out, you attract back. They said, Oh, I see. Well, if you think so. <laughs> <laughs> So I just was stumped and it was pretty much like the end of our conversation because I was just flabbergasted, but it made me rethink a whole lot of things about what we're being told. Yeah. And so I did some uh, questioning of my own guidance asking, you know, is the law of attraction real? Is it there? And yes, it's there, but it's not the only law in the universe there is <laughs> in fact in fact yeah. i've done i've done um blog posts and i've done videos explaining that the and within my courses explaining that we've got at least 20 at least 20 other universal laws that go alongside the law of attraction and without combining all of them then like the law of vibration is very rarely spoken about but yet without that then the law of attraction wouldn't exist. So I think right. that there, there is a lot more to it than people really understand. And we know that vibration is where the divine lives. And so without talking about the law of vibration, you're kind of missing the whole concept of it. 
Right. And if we only confine ourselves to the law of attraction, there are so mm. many things that happen in our lives that cannot, that defy that, you yeah. know, it's like the story of, of somebody that's hitting rock bottom, say the one that's addicted to alcohol and they hit rock bottom. Are they thinking in a vibration of gratitude? Are they thinking of, you know, yeah. um, um, yeah. you know, seeing themselves <laughs> you know, be, being in the place that they want to be. None of that. They're at a place where they're so low, they just, you know, they've hit rock bottom and they, and life for them truly feels like it's over. Yeah. And it, yet, it, it miracles of, happen. Yeah, absolutely. Go on. Yes, and miracles can happen in that moment. So how do you explain that? And that to me, what my guidance explained to me is the law of grace. And here's the big difference of the law of grace and the law of attraction. The law of attraction is very much like it says, what you put out is what you get back. Mm -hmm. And so it's, a, it's an equation. One plus one equals two. You know, you can't get back something that you haven't put out. So on some level, you have attracted whatever event is coming into your life. It always comes back to you. Yeah. You have to, you know, what did I do <laughs> to yeah. create this in my life, right? And it's always something that you have to fix in yourself. And so you can often become hypervigilant. Yeah. The law of grace is very different. The law of grace isn't linear. It's a, it's, round it's it's one plus one can equal anything at all yeah <laughs> and that's the law of grace and that's where miracles happen this is the place where miracles live and this is the divine that you're talking about that comes in and does things that we aren't even you know we have the, that that create a miracle in our lives and take us from rock bottom to a place of grace yeah. Or save us from imminent danger or, you know, um, um, create a, even a small miracle in your life by just uh, letting you know that you need to go help your daughter right now. Yeah. You know, just anything like that, that those, that's living in grace. And that is also living with that flow of divine that you were talking about. Yeah, it's, it's incredible once you start to recognize the, the power of that because once you start to hear the the messages that are coming through to you then then the worry and the anxiety and and all of that disappears because you know that there is nothing to worry about um, <clears throat> growing up I had a very interesting childhood I lived on Aboriginal communities um, I traveled a lot and I tell in my keynote speech for my summit about how I actually first became aware of this when I was um, this close to dying, when I was about 10 years old, and I contracted bacterial meningitis. And I was on a community that had no, um, no doctors. There was no doctors there at all. My dad had been given the ability to, um, he was trained to give injections of this tetracycline, um, this really potent penicillin, to the boys there um, because there was a certain ritual that caused a lot of infection. And so he was trained because the doctors weren't able to come in and out. We'd been flooded out. So there was no way of getting in or out of the community. 
And so my dad spoke to the doctor um, and told him my symptoms. And he said, you need to get some of that into her straight away because otherwise, you know, she's only got a few minutes, like she doesn't have very long to live. And he goes, he's freaking out because he just used the last vial of tetracycline um, for, on this. And so he's freaking out and he's, he's, very, um, he's very spiritual as well. Um, so, of course, he prayed. And, um, and then he said, look, I'm just, I'm just going to go to the fridge and see what's there. Um, and so he went to the fridge and tucked behind something was one more vial of tetracycline. Now, how do you explain that when, you know, he knew that he had just tapped into the last vial of, of tetracycline? How do you explain that? It's, if you don't, if miracles don't happen, um, then you can't explain situations like that. Um, in life and you know and that was when I first realized the the power of the divine and the power of spirituality at a young age of 10 years old so it's interesting yeah and it, it, yeah it's a beautiful story and you know it's the kind of thing like if you think that through the law of attraction that mm. you can force miracles to happen it doesn't work that way <laughs> we would you like know? to and, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work that way. You know, um, no, I think that the law of grace is, uh, it comes from an entirely different place. Mm. And this is where we live from that place of connection with the divine and with your soul and with your higher guidance. It's living from that place and allowing the, the miracles to occur. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. That, that is, and then when it happens, it's absolutely astounding. And it's such a high, it's a place of joy. Because yeah. when you see these things happen, you know, you didn't create that. And yet, <laughs> you know, there it is, you know? Yeah. Yes. And yet it happened. And the, I've heard so many stories since writing my book, Hiring the Heavens. And I'll tell you a quick little story because it's in my book, but the ending isn't in my book. And the ending is the miracle. Okay. And um, at the time when I wrote the book, I just wasn't there yet to mm. talk about miracles at that level. You see, when I, after even I finished my book, it was a year later before I even opened up to the law of grace. Oh. So I wasn't even there yet. <laughs> you, were really, you were really resistant to it, weren't you, at the very start? Oh, oh I, I was, and I, um, I, I felt that... Um, I had to stay at a somewhat logical, explainable level, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but here's the story that I told in my book, and it's a simple little story of a young boy that um, had to write a, a, a paper for his schooling on a sports hero. Well, they'd all been talking about Joe Montana, and I don't know if that's somebody your listeners are familiar with, but he's a really famous football star. And so um, he wanted to write his story on Joe Montana, but all the other kids got to the books in the school library before him. So he came home with no book. His mom said, well, let's take you to the city library and we'll find a book on Joe Montana. Yeah. He went inside and was there for about an hour while his mom was outside playing with the younger daughter. He came out so frustrated. He was almost in tears because he said there were no books there on Joe Montana. 
Yeah. So she thought to herself, she remembered me telling her about hiring the heavens and about how you can hire celestial help yep. for everything that you do in your life. So she hired on the quick a spiritual homework assistant angel to mm -hmm. go with her son back into the library and find this book and find a book on Joe Montana. Well, she told him, just go back in one more time. I have an idea and I think it's going to work. He was, he resisted at first, but he turned around and went back in. The mom followed him within five minutes and there he is standing in line with a huge book. Oh, wow. And the front of it is a picture of Joe Montana and the words Montana, Joe Montana right on the front. And she said, this is perfect. Where did you find this? And he said, mom, it's kind of spooky, but I went to the back where the sports section is. And I thought to myself, what if a book fell behind the shelves? So I stuck my head in the shelves and there's this book on its end and I pulled up this book. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a wonderful story in and of itself. And that's what I wrote in the book. But now here's what's not in the book. Here's the miracle. That book was not in the library's computer system. Yeah, I was about it was to say that. Simply, it was simply manifested for this boy. And that, how do you explain that? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's true. So many things happen that, um, that you can't seem to explain, but you just know, once you, once you connect with the divine on that level, you just know that things can pop out um, of nowhere. Uh, I know I remember going out one day and I was um, I was about to go down to the shops and before I went I thought I'll do a bit of meditation because I'm big in the meditation and and um, that's so I did some meditation I went outside and I thought geez it'd be good just to you know just to find $50 to help me with my with my shopping today and I'm walking outside I look down and there's a $50 note sitting right on the ground for me. Just out of nowhere. And, and, you know, there's times that you've kind of, you've looked away and you've looked back and it's turned up. And you just, you just don't know how, but you know that it wasn't there before. Um, right. And that's, and that's what I tend to, tend to speak to my angels. That if I've lost something, I ask for my angels to help me with, with finding it because sometimes you can just keep forcing yourself and if you resist, then you're never going to find it. But if you just let be and just say, okay, I'm going to hire you to help me find whatever it is, um, then it's quite remarkable stuff can happen. Right. And, you know, like I said, I have heard so many flat out miracle stories and experienced them myself yeah. that I know that um, this goes way beyond the law of attraction. Yeah. So let me tell your listeners how you hire from the heavens, yeah. <laughs> how you put your angel team together. So um, for me, because I came from a very logical background, mm -hmm. um, I'm very intuitive now, but I used to install mainframe computers very left brain very wow, logical really and if you can't yeah and if you can't see it in front of you it really doesn't exist no. <laughs> you know that was kind no. of my mindset before and um so things have to be in such a way for me that they're uh 
simple mm -hmm. that they can be put to use immediately. Yeah, and yeah put yeah. to use immediately. I don't want any big like like fanfare. I don't want any kind of like rules of things that I have to do. Um, like I don't want to make it to where, okay, you've got to meditate for 30 minutes first and then you ground yourself and then you wear white and you know, whatever the rules are, you know, I don't want any of that. I want it to be something that I can use in my everyday life. It's got to be practical and I can put it and it can be, um, useful like yeah. right from the very beginning and that's what hiring the heavens is so here's how it's done you simply imagine that the spiritual world is every bit as complex as our own physical world mm -hmm. that that in this physical world we know we have so many so many gifts so many talents so many different personality traits they all exist on the physical plane. Now imagine that they exist first in the spiritual plane and that they're yours for the higher. Yep. So the next time that you're going to do something, you've got a project or, or you're going shopping. <laughs> you're going shopping and, or, or, or whatever little thing or big thing it is that you've got in mind. Imagine to yourself, now if I had all the money in the world, uh, if I had all the time in the world, there were no constraints on anything, and I could get help with a snap of my fingers, who would I bring in to help me with this? Mm -hmm. And then imagine hiring from the spiritual realm. So if you're going on a trip with your kids, you know, um, I know your kids are older and so are mine. Mine are now out of the house. But when they were little, I always hired a <laughs> spiritual attitude adjuster to keep my kids happy in the car if we went on a long trip I would hire a spiritual uh, tour guide to help us stop in all the right places I would hire a spiritual connoisseur to help us find good restaurants to eat at um, I would hire a spiritual mechanic to make sure the car was running smoothly and I would imagine that they were all working for me from the spiritual level to assist me in all those tasks. Now, everybody knows how to hire somebody, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody knows how to ask for help. That's why this is so useful and so easy is because there's nothing you have to do other than simply ask. And people say to me all the time, well, exactly what do I do? Well, <laughs> exactly what you do is you ask. Mm -hmm. And you don't, I mean, I have a kind of a process in the book that you could use, but you don't have to use that. That's the beauty of the law of grace. It is not dependent upon you doing things just right. In fact, there's no way to do that you can get this wrong. Mm -hmm. And there's no one right way of doing it. You do it how you feel like doing. Like when I am going shopping, I'm heading down the road driving and I hire a spiritual what, uh, you know, uh, wardrobe consultant to go with me or a spiritual interior decorator if I'm looking for something for my home or um, a spiritual carpenter to help me with some project I've got at the house. You know, I just, I do it on the fly. And then for the bigger projects that I've got, that I have going, I put together an entire committee. Yeah. And they're more longstanding. So some are, you know, temp agency hires. <laughs> and others are long-term hires. But the beauty of this is that everybody can do it. 
Everybody can do it immediately. You don't have to have any training. There's nothing you have to do. There's, you don't have to spin around three times or wear white or put a funny hat on or anything. You just, this is a gift to you. And that's what grace is. Grace is a gift. It's nothing you can earn. It's simply a gift and it's yours because of who you are. This is something that everybody has access to. And I know that some people will say, oh, but you know, what I'm asking for, it's, it's not really big. And maybe other people have bigger things that they need help with. Um, there's no limitation on the divine. There's no limitation on what they can help you with and on how many people can, they can help at any one time because they're infinite beings that are there for the purpose of helping us. And I think that um, people understanding that and recognising that no request is too small and no request is too big. That's exactly right. And that reminds me of one of my favourite stories. And this is from someone who called me up and said that she had been, she was clairvoyant and had seen angels. So she knew that what I was talking about was real. real. Now I'm not clairvoyant. Mm -hmm. so, so I don't see this energy at work. But she said, Jean, it's real. I've seen the angels and I've worked with them ever since I was a little kid. But the thing of it was, is that she had done exactly what you're talking about. She had only worked with the archangels for the big ticket items. Yeah. You know, didn't want to, you know, didn't want to bother them unless she had a worthy subject matter to ask about, <laughs> you know, yeah. it had to be a big ticket item. So after reading my book, all of that changed and she went to work on that very day, hiring away from the heavens. She wrote out committee sheet after committee sheet of her hires that she wanted. She had a committee for her relationship. She wanted a committee for her kids. She wanted a committee for her job and her boss. She wanted a committee for her health, for, for um, exercising. And the list went on and on and on. She was exhausted and said, I've got to go to bed. Went to sleep. The next morning when she woke up, she opened her eyes and because she's clairvoyant, she said she could not believe what she was seeing. Oh, the she said, of Gene, they were everywhere. Oh, wow. They were everywhere in the room. And there were, so, <laughs> they were, there was so much commotion and so much talking. And the room was alive with activity. And there were even some coming up to her that she hadn't hired. And they said, we heard you were hiring. Have you oh, got wow. a job for me and they were showing a resume of what they were good at <laughs> so, so my my guidance wants yeah my guidance wants the listeners to know there are thousands and thousands of unemployed angels so you're never bothering them you're giving them a job and they love it yeah yeah they're just they're just sitting there waiting and waiting for us to give them something to do and i think that you know, all of us have things that we could use help with, especially if you're a parent. There is constantly stuff that you need help with for the kids. Um, you know, if you're starting a business, you're an entrepreneur, and, you know, I have I have angels helping with, with social media. I have angels helping me with website development. Um, now, if you were to, if you were to have, um, say, okay, well, you create your own committee of angels, um, how do they know 
Like, what will they feel when it comes to, will things just flow? Will things just start to, ideas come to their head? Um, I call them downloads from source. So will they just start to hear these messages? How will they know that it's working for them? Yeah, one of three things end up happening. <laughs> mm -hmm. So the first thing that you'll notice when you hire from the heavens is that your angelic being can inspire you with the information that you're wanting. Yeah. Like for an example, um, you're having trouble with your computer and you're going, oh my gosh, I need a an angel com computer specialist to help me figure out what to do. And then all of a sudden you just know what keys you yeah. remember. Okay, I need to do this or I need to do that and then it's fixed. So the inspiration can come through you. That's the first thing that can happen. The next thing that can happen is that the heavens will bring to your doorstep and sometimes quite literally to your doorstep the exact embodiment on a physical level of the spiritual hire that you asked for. And that certainly happened for me when I was writing Hiring the Heavens. When my, my angel committee told me, okay, you've got to take these concepts that you have been talking about and put them into a book. Mm -hmm. That just kind of freaked me out at first because I'm thinking to myself, I, I don't know the first thing about writing a book. I don't even know where to begin with all this. How do I even develop it? So I put together a whole book writing committee mm -hmm. and I came home and on my phone is a message from a complete stranger. And she said, hi, my name is so-and-so and I'm a book developer. And I was just wondering if you had any book projects you're working on. <laughs> Out of the blue, it's like, oh my gosh. And she ended up being amazing. So she was the exact embodiment of what, who I needed to help me develop. And then the, um, uh, the third thing that can happen is that flat out miracle yeah. where something is arranged for you, where you're just left awestruck. Like what, what that that's what not even yeah. yeah what what happened what that's not even possible and those are the stories that people have called and talked to me about uh you know finding jewelry that has been missing for years um one lady she told me <laughs> um this this was so amazing i gave a talk about this and in the in my talk i talked about a the story that's in the book about someone who hired a spiritual jewelry sleuth mm -hmm. to find a lost pearl and the amazing story that happened with that so um on her, this lady who was attending the talk on her way home she thought i'm going to hire that spiritual jewelry sleuth to help me find my wedding band you see she was a widow and she had been a widow for more than 10 years and her wedding band had been missing all those years and she thought it would just be so nice to find that and what the heck i'll hire the spiritual jewelry sleuth and see if something can be done this is on her way home when she got home she went to gra grab a glass of water and sat down on the couch and put her feet up on the coffee table. Now, on the coffee table is a plant that she had purchased fairly recently, a live plant. And she noticed that there was a, a dead leaf on the plant. So she reached over to pull the dead leaf off and saw something shiny in the soil wow. and pulled out wow. her wedding band. And that's okay, that's 
yeah, that just shows that um, that the angels put that there for her. The fact that it was a new plant, there is no possible way that it could have been like sitting there for years and years. So that just does show the the power of of your committee. It does, and it shows that that you see angels are that dimension is not constricted by the same physical rules that we have. So things can appear and disappear, <laughs> you know. And, and yeah, um, I, another story that I just love came from someone on um, an Amazon review. And this one just made me laugh. Uh, she said that uh, her mother had passed away three years prior. And um, uh, she had always been promised that when her mother passed away, she would get her opal ring. Mm -hmm. But when the day came and her mother did pass away, then they looked through the house and they could not find that opal ring anywhere. They searched and searched the house. And when they did the estate sale, they, you know, the whole thing, they still could not find that ring. So she figured, well, it was just gone. That was one thing of her mother's that she just would never have. Mm. Well, then she read Hiring the Heavens and thought, I'm going to hire from the heavens that spiritual jewelry sleuth to help find my mother's opal ring. Yeah. Here it's been three years since all this had happened, right? Well, she goes in to do her laundry and she's mating socks. And one of the socks has a knot in it. And she thinks that's very odd. Why would it have a knot in it? She untied the knot, but she could feel there was something inside the sock. So she reached her hand in and pulled out her mother's opal ring. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. That's, that's a beautiful story. It, doesn't it just give you goosebumps? Oh, and these are the kinds of things that can happen. And so the thing of it is now, let's, I, I, um, let me tell you a little bit more about what my guidance said when I asked him about, is the law of the attraction all there is? Mm -hmm. Well, what my guidance said was that when it comes to manifesting, there are a whole lot of laws, but never less than three, ever. Mm -hmm. That you know, if you boil it down to just the very basics, there's only three. There's a whole lot more, mm -hmm. but it never less than three. And they explain that you can remember what those three laws are by a simple phrase that comes from the movies: lights, camera action. action. Yep. As, yep. Lights, camera, action. So action level is the law of consequence. And that's the law that we're most familiar with that we grow up and learn to navigate in this dimension. You know, we, that's how we learn to walk. Yeah. We learned yeah. how to take one foot in front of the other. And if we bump into something, we might fall. Um, it, the law of consequences, how, how we understand how to, how to drive a car, how to, how to just navigate in this physical world. Yep. We are always under yep. the law of consequence. Then that's the action part. Now the camera is the law of attraction. It's where, what is your view? How are you looking at things? What is your focus? 
what um, what is the meaning that you're attributing to something? Um, you know, if you're focused on negative, that's all you see, right? Yes. That's a camera view. So if you're focused on beautiful things, that's what you see. That's a camera view. And that's the law of attraction. And so, and so Guyton said, yes, the law of attraction is real. And it's in play all the time. Mm -hmm. And it, and it has to do with where is your camera pointed? Your what is your view? Mm -hmm. Yep. What's your focus? And then the lights. So lights, camera, action. The lights is the law of grace. And here is where we move into guidance. Explain to me, this is how higher in the heavens works. It works because it is nothing you create. It is a gift to you. See, that's very different with the camera view. You have to change your point of view, right? Mm -hmm. You have to change your focus. It's something you have to do. And because you're doing it, you actually see a, a shift and a change in your life. Same with law of consequence. You know, you smile at somebody and they smile back. That's, that's kind of, you know, law of, uh, that's law, law of, of consequence, you know, that you give that out. It's also law of attraction, actually. Yeah. But anyway, you just, those are things that you are more in control of. But the law of grace, it's not you controlling this. This is you accepting the gift of who you are. And this is the very subtle thing that began to happen for me in the background. Again, I never expected this, but I came from um, a religious cult that I had left when I was 19 years old. And I left all that stuff behind me for another 20 years. And that's why I wanted nothing to do with spirituality. Like and that. so when I finally started to open up to this, um, what it's that is the uh, law of grace at work involved in my life and leading me, whether I wanted to go or not, was guiding me and bringing these experiences into my life that helped me to understand the greater part of who I was. And that was actually the miracle that happened that I wasn't expecting. I was writing a book that I felt was just a, a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And I was seeing amazing things happen for myself and amazing things happen for my friends. But very subtly in the background, what was going on was I was becoming aware of who I was and who I am and that God energy that is flowing through me. Yeah. And this God energy that is flowing through me is making it that that means I'm part of all that is right. And that awareness and becoming aware of that shifted everything. And it wasn't anything I expected. <laughs> and, it's certainly, and, it, and it certainly wasn't anything that I attracted because I never even knew I wanted it. Yeah. It just happened. And that's grace in action. Uh, that's incredible. And it just proves that, um, that sometimes we are guided to do something that, that we don't necessarily, haven't thought about our entire life. But source will guide us to to move us towards our higher purpose. Um, I've, I've pivoted three times in, in my journey so far in, um, in what I've been wanting to do. And, and that's fine because that's all been through guidance of, um, of source. Now, now, you mentioned at the start because we got so wrapped up in this that we never actually went through your story. Um, so you're actually a naturopath, right? I, I am. And 
Yes, and I'll tell you that pivotal experience that happened that led to this whole concept. Because um, as a naturopath, and here I am, uh, it was it was after I left my job as a, a mainframe computer installer. After I left my job at that, the reason I left is because I had babies, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I I just wanted to be at home with the with the kids, and then um, I. But that wasn't enough for me. I still needed to have something else. And I was guided to go into naturopathy and learn about herbs and nutrients and, and, and health and nutrition. And so um, that's what I did. And it was a love of mine, not only because I'd always enjoyed it, but also now having children, I wanted to do the best thing that I could for them. Mm -hmm. So uh, in my business, though, I wanted to stay very logical and with my book learning, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that I could, so that, it, you know, if you have a particular disease, let's recommend the herbs and the nutrition that's good for that. So very logical, stick with the book learning. Well, uh, <laughs> what happened was that I had early on was taught how to douse with a pendulum. And you might think that, okay, that's a little bit woo-woo for a very scientific person, but I didn't think of it that way because we have been looking for water for thousands of years using, you know, water witching. So to me, it was part of our human nature that we can, we have this ability. So mm -hmm. I used to use my pendulum, all right, yeah, that's what I did is use my pendulum to kind of talk to the person's body about what they wanted to confirm. One day I had a client that changed, this changed everything for me and was the basis of the book, Hiring the Heavens. And really has, this one story has changed the lives of thousands of people <laughs> because, yeah. because of this experience. So what happened is, um, uh, there, uh, as I'm working with a client, we needed to do a technique called a resistance clearing. Mm -hmm. And my pendulum said that we had to clear for five neurotransmitters and I had to name all five. Okay. I came up, I came up with four neurotransmitters and could not think of what that fifth neurotransmitter could be. And I said to my client, we're going to need to reschedule. Your body keeps telling me I need to name all five. I can only come up with four. So let's reschedule so I have some time to look into this. And at that moment, my client, who is a layperson, said, is histamine a neurotransmitter? And I said, no, no, no. Histamine is that stuff your sinuses produce when you have an allergic reaction. That's why you take an antihistamine. But it's not a neurotransmitter. And at that very moment, for whatever reason, I'm compelled to turn around and pull a book off my shelf that I'd purchased a year prior and had never opened. Okay. The book falls open to a page with the word histamine in the title. And I thought, oh, that's really weird. And I said, look at this, it's talking about histamine. And then it's as if something took my eyeballs and pointed them to a line buried in a paragraph. It's the only thing I read on the whole big page. And it said, histamine is also thought to be a neurotransmitter. <laughs> wow. That 
was my moment because I could, with all my logic, I could not explain that. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, there's just no way. And I knew something was going on. And so that is what started this whole investigation into what is that something beyond? And how is it that they're interested in assisting me in my life and assisting me to find the answer for a client about histamine. How did that happen? And it led to this whole book, Hiring the Heavens. Wow. And are you still are you still working in the naturopathic field now? No, I am not. I, like you, was yeah. guided a good 11 years ago to change my whole business up, and I started a school. They told me to start a school. I have the Creative Mystic Intuitive Certification and the Higher Guides Life Coaching Certification. And so wow. I never knew I was going to be doing that, but that's what I'm doing now. <laughs> oh, it, it's, it's funny when, when, you just, when you just let be and let the divine guide you and the stuff that, that you didn't even know that you were going to be doing, all of a sudden it's like, okay, this is your, your, your journey for this. Like, like I got guided as I was, because I've got the Superconscious Success Summit series. Um, and I've just launched the first summit and, um, and then I was guided as I was driving along one day that I'm not going to have one summit this year. I'm going to have six. So I was oh, like, <laughs> wow, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. But, but it's for a purpose. And, and I know that, um, because my, my, um, purpose in life is actually connection. That's my, that's my, um, what I believe to be my highest value. Um, and so it's about connecting other people with each other, but also connecting people to their super conscious or their higher self. Um, and so this, this summit is a, a way to do that, that, this six summits this year. Um, and so I think that if you just let source guide you, then you'll be led in the right direction. So uh, it's fantastic. I, I think that our listeners have gotten so much benefit out of this interview today. And if I was just to say one thing, I think that, you know, trust in, trust in, in source and trust in, your, in the divine to help you to achieve anything that you want in life, whether that's uh, career, whether that's relationships, whether that's money, whatever it is that you're desiring, your, your higher self in combination with the divine and everything else that's around you will allow that to happen. Um, but you just got to trust in yes. that. Put together your you, Yes, yes, and do that immediately. There's, yeah. you know, it's as simple as asking. Just imagine and ask. And it's really as simple as that. And you don't have to even be a believer. Just no. ask. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're waiting. So you've just got to ask and, um, and watch amazing things happen. And, you right. know, and then once you start doing that, then that's when you can start to live in that flow because you know that no matter what's, what's going on, it will always be resurrected. So fantastic, Jean. I really loved this interview with you today. And I think our listeners have really gotten a lot of insight from it. Is there anything else that you would like to like to offer and, um, maybe a final parting words and some um, information where they can get in touch with you. Yeah, um, they can go to my website, either geneslater.com or creativemystic.com because that was what, what 
I was guided to create was my Creative Mystic site and my certification. They can reach me there. And um, yeah, I just would uh, um, suggest to people that they understand or they, they open to that possibility of who they really are mm -hmm. as that God source and that, and that they're, they're one with that and begin to ask for the divine to work in their lives and begin to see what happens. Don't wait. Don't wait for, oh, I've got to have a worthy project. <laughs> you know, don't wait for that. You know, um, you know, we're the ones that put the angels at arm's length. But what if they actually want to be involved in our lives like a best friend? Mm -hmm. Make them your best friend. Bring them into your life. Get them involved with everything that you're doing and watch things shift and change. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, Jean. And, um, and everyone, go and check out Creative Mystic site because Jean has got so much to offer and, um, and she'll actually help to guide you to, to getting in connection with those, with those angels um, and the, the divine. So thank you so much, Jean, for being with us today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Okay. We'll speak later. Okay. Bye.